Welcome to Glam Mirror. Hi, I'm Dr. Tabitha Mir, and you are joining me for Glam Mirror. I am a cosmetic dermatologist here to uplift, inspire, educate, and talk about all things beauty from the skin to the soul. This is Glam Mirror. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Glam Mirror with me, Dr. Tabitha Mir, and I'm filming from Los Angeles today. I love being here with my man Anthony, and my guest is Christine. Elazi, Elazi. Yeah. Oh, that's you Perfect. Like 20 times. She's <laughs> stunning, gorgeous, pop star singer, and we're going to get into all of your what you're doing right now. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Oh, I'm so excited. I was really excited to meet you. I was so excited to meet you, too. Oh, I've heard so much about you. Have from, you? Yes. All good things. All good things, always. Um, you know, I listened to your song. You have a great voice. Thank you. I want to kind of people to know who you are. How did you start? I have a crazy story. Yes, I I read a little bit about this. I'm a New Yorker. Yes. I, um, <laughs> I was invited down to Ashford and Simpson's bar when I was like 17 oh, because I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't, uh-huh. a, my parents wouldn't let me get into music until I finished school. Probably smart. Yeah. What, well, I mean, it was a blessing and a curse too because I feel like I got a little bit of a late start. Yeah. But um, Nick and Valerie had me down for one of their open mic nights. But That's told so cool. My parents, like, don't tell her that I'm going to be there because we don't want to make her nervous. Just have her get up and sing. So they invited you down for open night. You had no idea. I had no were... idea, but it was kind of like a little audition to see if I had the chops. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I got up and sang Aretha Franklin's Respect. And I was like into the verse a little bit and they mm-hmm. started singing back up for me. And then after that, Nick started mentoring me with songwriting because he was like, in this business, you need to know like the business side and mm-hmm. not just focus on being an artist and learn how to write. And from there, it was just, you know. Progressive. Yeah. That's an amazing story. It's kind of crazy when I think about it. Yeah. <laughs> like you freaking went to an open mic night with like. Like two of the legends in Yeah, like music. Motown. Le- yeah. yeah. And they've written for icons like the biggest songs in the industry. Have you ever recorded with them anything? Like did they I know they mentored you, but did you ever like No, it would be like I would go into the studio in the city and I would just write on my own with certain producers that I knew and I would just send him stuff. And he and he'd, yeah, he'd call me at home and like critique me on them or like send me voice notes and be like, Oh, you should try these licks here and so it's kind of like that kind of relationship. So he really was they were really there for you to mentor you. That that's like having the best like um you know, editor in life because they yeah. can look at everything you're doing and give you expert opinion. And still the most humble people I've like it kind of it was weird because you think you have that in your head of like yeah. what people's personalities are like. Yeah. And you can't get any bigger than them. No, they're huge. And they're still the nicest well and Nick passed away actually, but um the most yeah. humble people I've yeah. ever met in this industry. It's funny because I actually was introduced to them at Star Jones's engagement party, which is That's long am- ago. Amazing. <laughs> I know. And I remember, you know, there were a lot of different celebrities at this engagement party, but there was something about the two of them. They were sitting together in a corner, and I swear to God, it was like there was light around them. They literally have this angelic vibe. Yeah. yeah like they're not human. <laughs> and I was like afraid to go say hello, even though I was being introduced. I was like, huh. Yeah, they have like that, that, yeah. that it. It was me. It was all that. They were <laughs> cool as hell. So. So you're singing now, yeah. and I know that you've got an iHeartRadio. I really want to talk about this because mm-hmm. I'm a huge iHeartRadio fan. Um, they're voting now for... Yeah, um, for Macy's iHeart Rising Star. Yeah. So they pick like their top 25 artists. Mm-hmm. They do it every year, and I'm one of them this year, which is super cool. That's amazing. So what does that mean? That means you're going to perform? Um, basically, the competition is to open up for the festival. Cool. Yeah, which I mean, yeah. as a performer, it's like when you if you can get a gig like that, yeah. that's huge. And I'm very performance based artist. I just so. need to. How can people vote for you? 
Um, you'd go on uh, Macy. Uh, well, geez, I don't even remember the link. What is it? iHeart.com/slash yeah. Rising Star. Rising Star. We're gonna look that up and get it because I think it's like it'd be nice for everybody to know how to vote. Yeah. Um, some of the things like you know, everyone when they talk about careers, mm-hmm. they talk about oh, that is so competitive. Yours is one of the most competitive. Yeah, it's hard. And, and what made you not give up? Like, I'm sure there were times where you're like, oh, my God. All the time. Yeah. Especially, I'm super sensitive. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know. I, there's a lot of times I've even said to friends, why couldn't I be a normal person to, like, right. own a flower shop in, like, a small town somewhere? <laughs> you know, it's funny that you say that because I had this high school friend that I ran into once at, a, I was at the mall with my mom. And she had gotten married, had kids, and kind of, like, did that whole, you know, kind of. Yeah, it's like the next step in life. Yeah. And I was still hustling to get to where I am today. And I remember looking at her thinking, oh, why can't it just be that, you know, simple for me? I want more than yeah. that. And my mom was like, you're just not made that way. It wouldn't make me happy. Yeah. Like I feel I've always been, I felt like an odd child. And yeah. I kind of always did everything opposite of what kids were doing right. at the age that I was. and Because you were more of a visionary probably earlier on. It, makes, it means yeah. that you feel a little isolated sometimes, but at the end of the day, you're on your own journey, your own path. Yeah, even though I'm living in L.A., I still, I can't, I, I get out every like two months. Get I out of L.A.? Like, yeah, I have I to like go somewhere and like decompress. And How long have you been in L.A. now? It was four years in February. Wow, and you came from New York? From New York. But before that, I because I was signed, I was bi-coastal, mm-hmm. so, and I was spending more time in L.A., so I was... I had a place in in the city, and I was hardly there, and I was living out of a hotel. And mm-hmm. then it was kind of like, okay, okay, I'm I'm a cancer, I'm a homebody. Yeah. Like there's still that side of me that's very, yeah. I call myself a grandma. Like I like <sighs> staying home and cooking. You don't look like a grandma, <laughs> honey. <laughs> but I was like, I want a place, and like, yeah, home's really important to me. So then I was like, oh, okay, I'm gonna make the move. So okay, so I'm obviously a New Yorker, and I'm here in LA, and I'm talking to somebody who moved here from. Did the hmm. how how did that affect? It's so different. It's so different in Los It's a Angeles. totally different life. Style. It really is. And I hate when people are like, what do you like better? Like on my way in, the cab driver was like, New York, what a disgusting city. I was like, well, you, you need clearly to haven't shut been there. Your mouth, honey, <laughs> yeah. because nobody's talking about my city like that. He's like, LA is so much better. And I just looked at him like, this is the most annoying conversation. It's like an apple or an orange. Yeah. It's, it's like they're, they're two different, different places and they have their perks and their things that are beautiful about both of them. Right. But I would never be like, I mean, I was born and raised in New York. Like right. New York is. Mm-hmm. is home and will always be like it's always your home so yeah. was it like an adjustment coming over did you do it for your career I did it for my career yeah because people I guess I guess LA is you need for pop star recording artists this is where you have to be right yeah well even in New York it was very um, the genre of music that I do I mean I there's still an urban undertone to my to my music even though it's pop but everybody who was working on pop was here and all the producers that I was working with in New York they slowly started making the move to LA so I would come out to work with them and then I would go home and then their teams would make the move so I was like, okay, there's literally nobody here anymore unless I'm doing like rap, <laughs> and you need to be available. And unless you start rapping suddenly, which yeah, might I'm make like, we're going to pick up another this. talent. <laughs> I rap in the shower all the time. I just, you know, I would I'm not going to record myself. To hear me rap, <laughs> <laughs> and my raps sound very stupid. I'm not even going to make you. I know my bro- my younger brother can like freestyle, and he's like, come on, and I'm like, no. not if you never, if you want to disown me. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm not even going to go there. So, um, what's this rally car thing that, that you have oh, tons? That's so funny that just, came up. Yeah, I just I. 
read this, I'm like, what does that even mean? You have a huge fan base of rally car drivers. Yeah, my well, my father's European, so we okay. grew up like wow. around like tuner cars, and yeah. it's just like kind of like a family hobby. Yeah. And when I was at uh, early 20s, we did um, a cross country road rally. It was like a hobby that me and my dad did. It was like a once a week vacation for us, but we were like racing cars from like New York to L. A. or Toronto oh, wow. to Key West. Really? Yeah, and we do it like once a year. And oh, it's for I've charity. Heard of this. It goes all the way across the country and it's like a whole game. There's like 116 yes. of us. That must be kind of cool. Yeah, it's it's nuts. It's yeah. like you kind of don't feel like you're a part of society no, for a week. You're you like get into a, a lot of trouble. I'm sure. Like, And you're like a, like a vagabond, like, okay, I'm going to stop here. And it's like, you guys all stop at the same places or is it literally a race? Um, there's there there's stops at lunch that we are all together and it's like a drag strip or a race track that will like take the cars and just be like nuts but then in between you can really stop anywhere but it's timed I think I've been well I mean I've been to a lot of places in the states that people probably wouldn't ever step foot on but it's probably like two states I haven't been to and I've seen the country backwards and forwards the Dakotas oh Dakotas yeah yeah I love that you call it the Dakotas. The Dakotas. Because it's exactly how I feel. Like, okay. The Dakota. I mean, no hate, no shade yeah. Dakota fans. The one that I might have. I would love to go. <laughs> so talk about your single, um, your newest single. Yeah, there's a there's a couple actually out. Mm-hmm. Um, could You Be The One is the one that's in the competition. Oh, I thought for... you were asking me. Yes, I could. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's the one I loved. That yeah, that's really... like the more up-tempo. And that's mm-hmm. more what my fans are used to because mm-hmm. it's, you know, up-tempo, dancey. Do you write your own songs? I do. I co-write everything. What was your kind of um, inspiration for that one? Could You Be The One was probably the most, like, just have fun, go in the studio and create, like, a cool, like, yeah. dance song. The rest of it is, I'm talking about probably, like, the last seven years of my life on the entire record. Um, is that more pressure when you're talking about something personal? Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, anytime you put music out, you're afraid of, like, oh, are people going to like this? But yeah. now I'm, like, actually sharing pieces of my journal with yeah. complete strangers. And I, I mean, always have such respect for singers that can write because you can tell, like, like a Taylor Swift, she writes her own music. And yeah. when you listen to it, you know, there's something about it that you resonate with, like, 22 what that felt like or yeah that guy that hot guy that you know you're only gonna have sex with one time and never see again There's something Not nostalgic about it where you're that. like oh you take me right back to like yeah some crazy moment in my life yeah. and then you connect with that relate. artist yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so could you be the one is more fun pop that wasn't really coming from a personal place yeah that was um but kind of fun ass song yeah so, yeah it feels good and it's it's sexy and people gravitate towards yeah. that one so that was what's fun. your most personal one and like I want to, I want to hear like your the, the story behind it. There, I mean, there's probably there's three, and they're. Um, I hate when I just say when I say what's your most personal one because you don't need to pick one, just pick something. No, that- well, the first song that I got into the studio and it was literally the first song that we wrote. Um, I I made sure I kept my team really small mm-hmm. for this project because I wanted to feel safe about saying certain things. Yeah. So I had one executive producer and one co-writer that I basically almost wrote the entire album with Mm -hmm. and then there were two other people that I had written with before that I was like I just want you in your vibe because you know it just felt like they got my sound but the very first song I actually wrote about myself about being insecure and kind of battling this which I think is relatable to anybody people see me and I I get different reactions from people some people get intimidated or they, they They'll tell me just visually what they think kind of my life is like, mm-hmm. and I actually well, like, they assume that you've never had a struggle because yeah, you know, and, I, you're and so I'm pretty, you know, like, battle oh. with myself a lot, mm-hmm. and I think even in this business, it's made me second guess myself and my gut. I always, you know, I was raised in a family where it was like, you know, 
they're very supportive. And then I was around a lot of people that made me second guess a lot of decisions in my life. Mm-hmm. And it kind of took me off my path, I think, of why my career went the way that it did or yeah. I made certain mistakes. And it was kind of me just reminding myself, like, you know, you need to believe in why you started and get back to who you were when you were like a little girl and you were untainted. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So because when you're younger like that and you have these dreams, yeah, they're not corrupt by people's opinions and advice. And you have to be careful because people's advice is not always going to come from a good place. Yeah, or it's self-serving for them for or, something. Or it's or their own wish upon you. Yeah, or like, something oh, of them you'll that they're never like, make it. Yeah. Like, you know, so I have to tell you, if I listened to all the people along the way that were haters, and I don't want to say haters, because it's such a stupid word, but people that really didn't want to see me succeed. I remember I started my own practice, and some and the doctors that I worked with who were these older male doctors were like, do you know how much money it's going to cost for you just to make your own business cards? And I was like, guess like, what? who cares? <laughs> but it motivated me. Yeah. But I, I tell you what, it's like, it's not easy. And um, when you, like, for example, Kesha, let's talk about that, because I, oh, yeah. I, wanted, I, wanted, I hear you talking about you know, keeping your identity together and remembering who you mm-hmm. are and battling with your insecurities. And I see somebody like Kesha, who I don't know her, but what I'm seeing, she was destroyed by the industry. Yeah. I mean, I, I've i never been in a situation that's gone as far as right. hers, but I, mean, I hers can relate. extremes. Yeah. But it always started with one thing, her weight. People made her feel insecure about her weight. Yeah. And I've then- had people tell me, like, I've gone on photo shoots and photographers be like, oh, you know, the next time we work together, I'm going to take you to this doctor because we need to fill in your smile lines or like, you know, oh, well, don't you can w- come to see me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not like, that you have to. <laughs> Not that you have to, but I take care of you. But it's like when you're like 20 years old or like in your teens yeah. and you're still trying to figure out who you are yeah. and someone's just ripping you to shreds yeah and then but that can happen to a lot more people than you realize or then even you know you go into producer meetings or management meetings and you think that you're like you know working out a business relationship and I've been in situations where I've gone down like we're talking for like three or four weeks and a month goes by and then like two months go by and then it just comes down to the like well okay are you gonna sleep with me now in order to get to the next like you know everything that I basically put in front of you of what we're going to be doing. You can't cross this line until. Do you think I show my creepy card? <laughs> I know it's a pervy card. The pervy card comes out. I mean, I have friends who went into acting and mm-hmm. they stopped because they never did that whole. I guess it's called a casting couch. They never slept their way yeah. up. I have. Well, I can. I, I'm just going to say. So she started the same time as Eva Mendez. Okay. And they were both up for training day because that was Eva Mendez' breakout. Oh, yeah. So all I can tell you is my friend did not get the part because she did not sleep with producers. Oh, see, that sucks. I'm just saying they were up for the same part. How much talent doesn't get through because they don't want to sell their soul? (laughs) I'm just saying they were up for the same part. You do the math, America. That's so sad. (laughs) But, um, you know, so do you feel like sometimes do you see other women kind of bending their morals a little bit to get a little bit ahead? Yeah, you know what? I can't even, though, like, when you think about it, like... I would never judge. And it's kind of like... It's not a judgment. Yeah. It's I'm, more like... It's to not- me, it just makes me feel bad because I just know with myself, I there's, I was just having this conversation with my parents. It's like, I can't sleep sometimes at night because I'm afraid of hurting someone with the truth. Yeah. I can't imagine doing something that would make them feel morally stripped. You know, and then they're like totally fine. Like, oh yeah, I'm gonna get up tomorrow. I don't and like, think nothing. that they are totally fine. I think the thing is, I can't judge the actresses or the musicians that do this because I think it's fucked up that we're in a world where women still have to deal with this. Yeah, and it, it comes down to a choice because I understand it's exhausting when you're working your ass off to get somewhere, and yeah. all you have to do is 20 minutes of sexy time will maybe get you there, and you make that decision that you're gonna do it. But people think that it's stuff doesn't the still exist because yeah. we're like, you know, it's like oh, with the time that we're in, and I'm like, I. Have 
have to fight of getting past the fact yeah. that I'm a woman before yeah. anybody even gives a shit about what so, I sound like or yeah. like if I have any talent, yeah. which sucks. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. I can't blame the women. I just, the system sucks. You yeah. Know, the fact that it still happens and you can't be mad at whomever for doing what they did because they made that decision. And I can't tell you that they wake up every morning feeling good about themselves. They probably feel like shit afterwards. Yeah, but, or even I'm talking about like the men who like oh, do this where they're just kind of like, oh yeah, yeah, like. I don't know. I have no comment on that because I don't know how they can live with themselves either. Yeah, like yeah. no, no, like remorse, like whatsoever. Yeah, and doesn't that ex- get exhausting? I mean, like, <laughs> but you know that to your point about your song with the in, the insecurity aspect of it, it's it starts out small. It starts off like you know I'm insecure about one little thing, and that can really spread like a disease into your entire yeah. life. And then you don't even realize like how much it's like unfolded over so many years. And then yeah. your reaction to things when you start to think about it, you're like, oh my god, like I'm actually really carrying a lot of stuff. Yeah, from. Mm-hmm. Like the early years, yeah. and it's like, or like making it maybe hurt relationships in the future. And I'm like, well, this person wasn't there, so like, let me judge them on yeah. the now. Yeah. And instead of thinking that they're going to be like how all the other people I dealt mm-hmm. with, I find everybody has a story when you meet someone. I, and there's not one person I haven't met in yeah. this business who I can't relate to on yeah. that level, which is sick. <laughs> you just have to be careful who you spend your time with because if somebody's angry, or they're hurt, or they're abandoned. There are two people having the same exact life situations yeah. that react differently. Some people get angry. Some people get withdrawn. Some people act like a victim. I can't fix everybody. I can only control who I spend my time with. You know? Yeah. And then hopefully help people with my experiences. Because yeah. like, I didn't music. go down that route. Yeah. And it's like, you know what? You can... Listen, I'm vulnerable and I have my issues, but it's like you can come out of it yeah. and, like, and learn be successful and, and be learn. a better yeah. person. And the thing is, like, this, I don't remember who the heck said this. I wish I'm so bad at this. But somebody said that getting older and had the scars of um, all of your traumas throughout your life, they're like, I wear that with pride because yeah. it made me who I am. It's so. I and then that's why it went into my music. Yeah. I was so scared to write about some of this stuff. Yeah, and then really it actually personal. was like purging. Like yeah. I was like. What do you feel like the biggest insecurities are that you've overcome or you kind of feel like you've worked hard and you're like, okay, you know what? They're like, they're more mental things than physical. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's just people making me think they always made me second guess my um, creative. Like if I wanted to say something in a song and they're like, oh, no, that's stupid or or like, (laughs) Like, shut up. Yeah. Or like even like fashion wise, Mm -hmm. like everything's always come back around to like what I wanted to do first. I've even had artists like people working with me on set and judging things that I'm saying. Yeah. And then like a month later, I'll see it on a major artist. Yeah. And I'm like, really? I thought that sucked. Why yeah. is this person? Yeah. <laughs> like it kind just of, it's jocked like, my video concept. It's kind <laughs> of like you've learned to trust your instinct. Yeah. That's what it is. And I find that with me too. I think that's, I think it's, oh, I can't speak for all women, but I feel like sometimes we listen and then we dilute our own voices and then it takes a second for you to get that voice back. Yeah. Like and I'm when like, you I don't want back, anybody think that I'm crazy or like silly or this is going to sound yeah. retarded yeah. to someone. Yeah. And now I just don't care. Now you don't care. <laughs> So what are some fun things coming up that you're really looking forward to with your career? Like, what's next for you? What's coming down the line? Right now I'm doing, um, well, I leave on the 19th mm-hmm. of this month to do kind of like a press tour. Okay. So I'm like starting to do all of like the morning television runs. So I get to like, you know, perform on national TV. And yeah, that'll be so much fun. Yeah. And travel again, because I've been here for a little while, like working and recording and rehearsing. Mm-hmm. So it'd be like nice to just 
get out and get my music out finally. Like th- this whole record really is my baby. What's the name of the album? We haven't even talked. I actually haven't named it yet you because have. I've been releasing them in segments. Okay, so now I know I'm not going crazy because I couldn't find the name anywhere. And yeah, I'm yeah, like, no, okay. they were just singles that I put up, and then there's going to be an acoustic version of oh, all the songs wow. that I released because I'm doing those live. Mm-hmm. So it's just me and my guitarist that are traveling right now. So we're gonna have kind of um, like That's a big be. release. So it'll be like the original versions, and you then should like live a stream it like on Facebook or something like that when you're singing. Yeah, and especially now, like social media is so crazy. You have like it's the periscopes all, and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. I I used to be a big periscope person, but I just got so tired about the obnoxious comments that I get. Like I'm up there talking and I'm trying to provide some kind of value, and I get guys saying, "Show oh, your boobs." Yeah, I'm like it's you know like what? so retarded. Say that to me in real life, asshole. Yeah, see what I like, do to you. Literally, <laughs> yeah. So just tongue-tied. watch what I do to you, you especially a New Yorker. <laughs> yeah, I mean, come on, they're like, show your boobs. I'm like, first of all, shut the fuck up. Um, <laughs> I've actually I got followed home from the studio one time here, and I remember oh, calling. No. Yeah, I've only had to hit a guy tw- um, twice in my life. Yeah. But I don't know what the guys in L.A. I was like thinking I was like, this has never happened to me in New York. But somebody followed me home and was actually swerving lanes like and oh, I like caught car. in them my peripheral vision. And I'm like, this person's following me. I went to a main street, pulled uh-huh. in front of a bar and he pulls up to the side of me and he's like, hey. And I'm like, oh literally, God. I'm like shaking. I'm like, are you kidding me? And he goes, it always starts with a creepy car. Chase. Yeah. And he goes, oh, I just wanted to say you're pretty. I people, I was like, seriously, like you're following me. I'm like, you're that. Well, this is actually what I said. I was like, you're that fucking thirsty that you need uh-huh. to follow a chick See, the at New York 30 can't... in the morning. I love like, that. Seriously. Uh-huh. And he went to go say something snide and yeah. like be rude and like call me a bitch, yeah. which probably wasn't the smartest thing of me, but I actually got out of my car and punched him. Good. I was like, that's uh, the New York. Did you just hear how she just turned a little New York on us? I love yeah, that. Yeah, I have a couple of friends that are like, what the He's hell? Like, Are you yeah. fucking kidding me? Um, that fucking thirsty. I know. <laughs> it's it's funny because um, I don't know what they think. It's like when a guy sends you a dick pic on Snapchat, like, yeah, it's like, oh, oh now well, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna come right you. over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one guy, one guy sent me one, and it just first of all, it wasn't even him. He's like, he's dark hair, dark skin in his profile photo, and I get the picture of like. Uh, members, man members with blonde hair all over it. And I'm like, first of all, that's not you. They're like, you could at least match your skin tone. The second of all, loser. <laughs> and I think he was in Superman sheets. I'm like, first, oh you can't, my God. if you don't have a dream home, don't look for a dream girl, okay? That's just, you're, you're like, still oh, living at home like, with oh, mom. Checking all my boxes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Penis pick on Snapchat in Superman underwear. Yes! Yeah, where have you been all my life? <laughs> that could be a song. Yeah, right? <laughs> Like next single, I love it. You're so gorgeous. Um, Thank you. How do so you are you? Keep... Oh, thanks. Well, I did a lot to get this way. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> what do you do? Like we were talking about, I got to throw in some beauty tips because you're so stunning. You have beautiful hair. Thank you. Um, talk to me about your beauty tips on the road. What are some great ways for you to? Because it's exhausting when you're traveling to stay pretty. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I'm super big in like my skin care. Good. And I'm in. Uh, the whole like Asian skincare. Everyone stuff. loves like the snail masks and the Korean skincare. Yeah, and I do like, like green tea pads like mm-hmm. under my eyes at mm-hmm. night. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm just like, my mother was like, her, there's just things from her grandmother that she remembers. Yeah. And she was like, pass it along. 80 with like no wrinkles. Yeah. And she just passed it down to like me and my sister. So I'm like super big on like moisturizing. Moisturizing. And, and just like cocoa butter cocoa is like, butter. yeah. Coconut oil is a new cocoa butter. <laughs> It's like my skin like eats it. Yeah. Well, I mean, they've been doing it like in my culture. We put oils everywhere. Like, you know. Yeah. My hair. I like wherever I can put the oil. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's what that would be like the thing. My mom would like put together like yogurt and eggs and olive oils and then like shove it in our hair. But I'm telling you, man, 
Yeah, well, I was like, we were talking about our hair is like the yeah, same texture. It's the yeah, same. I have like a lion hair. So that's, you kind of keep your skin hydrated, and that's your biggest trick. Do you drink a lot of water? Yeah, and alkaline water. Alkaline water. Do you think that makes a difference? I do, actually. You, you go and buy alkaline water? Yeah, there's um, a place actually like right around the street from my house. Because it's I LA. Get, like, yeah, because I'm like, well, who the hell has an alkaline store? Actually, <laughs> I'll tell you what, in New York, CVS sells it now, so it's becoming big. I've never tried the alkaline. I drink either Fiji water or Volvic because they have silica. Girl, go go get it because it has silica in it. Okay. Um, not all Volvic has silica, but there is one. It's a little cheaper than Fiji, but it tastes really good. The silica in the water helps with hair, skin, and nails. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, it's really, and it makes the water. The water just tastes soft. It's just hard to describe. Because yeah, there's a couple of them that I've Fiji is my fave, and Volvic, the one that has silica in it, does wonders for your. I'm like people body. think like I know it's like hard to drink so much water, but I'm telling you, you like all the this. Time. Yeah, I'm like you're well hydrated. I know. I know. For me, flying on the way over here, I was in the window seat, and there was this big old seven-foot-long guy sitting on the aisle, and I had to get up like 10 times to pee, and I just called. Oh, that's I just, like me. Yeah. I'm like, people like, like, how much do you drink? And I'm like, I can go through and I didn't even three feel gallons bad about in like two up. and a half to, yeah. yeah. And then I have the mist from my face yeah. when I'm flying. Yep. So there you go. Tips from a pop star. Um, can you please give us all your social media handles, where they can find you, how they can get hold of your music yes. so that they know? Well, everything's and we're going to include um, this on the link yeah. um, for the description. Yeah. Uh, ChristinaLazai.com. Mm-hmm. And it's Christine with a K and then E-L-E-Z-A-J. And they're the same same handles for my for Instagram, everything. Twitter. Yep. All the same. I love that. It's so good that you do that because I, I find I mine's the same way. It's the same for everything. But I, it's really bizarre when people are like, okay, well, it's Christine for this, but it's I love Pop-Tarts for that. It's, yeah. It's or like, and then they're like such and such official, and yeah. it's like it just gets confusing. Yeah. Or the Christine, yeah, like, like I get it. I'm the Christine, <laughs> you're like very iconic. So, um, I'm excited for everything you're going through. Thank you're you so much, just such a lovely person. Um, keep killing it, Thank don't let you. any of these guys get you down. And from one woman to another, I've been there, and just keep, yeah, keep just strong. like strong women, yeah. like, yeah, yeah, killing it in business, killing it in business, helping each other, and doing good things. So, thank you, all the best to you. I loved meeting you. I love having I loved, you. Here. I love chatting with you. This is awesome. <laughs> 